0: marcos podcast it's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet wait isn't this the only mattress industry podcast he's mark kensley
1: i truly felt bad for you at the time
0: he's mark quinn
1: i think bigfoot was actually very pleasant
0: together they are dos marcos
2: (laughs) okay I'm cracking up at what you just said, and now I'm like, now we're recording, so I, I can't like get myself together. But
1: I just said, I just mentioned, come in soft, just like whenever you soft type sometimes.
2: Yeah, because I'm loud when I do anything, but um, I have modulation disorder. Is that such a thing?
1: Voice and modulation disorder. Yeah, yeah
2: that's I'm, that's what I
1: am. I'm yelling. Now I'm whispering.
2: <laughs> 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 well. I think I, I chalk it up to bad hearing because now everyone, like, I ask everyone, like, what did, what did you say? So my whole family is like, you can't hear, you're freaking deaf. But anyway, so I have to tell you, though, uh, I got, to, I went on Amazon and I bought Kippo shorts.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. I, yeah, well, I, I saw that that order come through from
2: uh, Mr. Mark Quinn. Oh, did you? And I even left you a review, by the way. Thank you for that. Thank yeah. you. I said the customer service guy named Mark Kinsley wasn't very pleasant. But other than that, the shorts kick butt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what did you do in them? What have you been playing? You didn't do no. Yeah, no, I love them, man. So um, obviously I love them. But um, I so I was playing pickleball and you had said if you get the shorts, go ahead like and, and, and do what you do in them. And then, you know, take some video maybe because I want to put some of the video on the website and whatnot. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I was playing pickleball at the gym and um, I I. Um, anyway so I had the shorts on and so I don't like have my phone typically but I put the I put the phone in my shorts which actually was very nice because when Bridget's trying to get a hold of me or something like that normally it's on a chair on the sidelines but I put it in the the kippo pocket and so I had someone filming me and so everyone was like there's like 20 people in there playing pickleball and they're all making fun of me because I got someone with a camera filming me so I can get the the video to you Playing pickleball, and I kept making her stop and and like start recording again because I kept missing my shot. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't want to send you a video of me like hitting it into the net, you know, or or like falling over, chasing a ball, or whatever. But anyway, so it was hilarious, man, and uh, people made a lot of fun of me. But I I did get the video, and the shorts work incredibly well. And so I am a good testimonial for you. And I I think if you're listening to this, and if you're active at all, hook Kinsley up. Go to Kimbo.com. kippo.com and check it out because the shorts are awesome. If you run, if you do any kind of exercise in the gym, you're lifting. I play pickleball. It was really cool. Here's what I really love about them the most. You like Whenever you have a, a phone in your pocket, like it bounces around in there. And so you don't want to have the phone in the pocket or it falls out. And with your shorts, it, it's so snug. It fits so tight. It doesn't move. It's totally awesome. It's like, it's not even there. And I love that. Great design. Great job.
1: Hey, man. And thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. That that was the whole like reason that Kippo came to life was working out with your phone is a terrible experience. It, you know, armbands suck. Nobody wants to wear one of those phones flopping around in your regular pocket. It's no good for anybody. And so, you know, I just made these shorts with a nice, secure hip pocket. And by the way, now uh, we have joggers and we have like these I call them the pilot lounger shorts. So they're like more of like a lounge short with a nine inch NC and our joggers are flying off the shelf too. I think probably because it's winter and people are buying Christmas gifts, that type of thing. But you know, four pockets, a couple of them for phones. You know, I don't know why anybody would carry two
2: phones personally. Like maybe you have a burner. I don't know what life has going on for you on the sideline. Well, no, you, you know what though? Um, but that, but I don't think that's the the reason I think if you're right handed or left handed, you might keep the phone on either side. So I really liked that actually. Um, the fact that you had two of the Kippo pockets where you could put your phone, but then you also have two other pockets, which I like pockets. Bridget bought me some shorts and it has no pockets. I'm like, what am I going to do with these shorts? Like, (laughs) how how do you not have pockets in a shorts and your shorts have four of them? So I love that part of it. And your first version didn't have it. And it was a definite opportunity. And you, and you, you, uh, you created a much better version with what I just got sent to me. So I think they're awesome.
1: Oh, thanks, man. And actually, the, the real story behind doing both, you know, phone pockets on both sides was my friend Seth that I grew up with. He's deaf. He has a cochlear implant and he had a device that went on his left side. And so his cochlear implant was, you know, that magnet that goes on his on his head just yeah. behind his ear. And so he had the device that goes with it and he didn't have any place to put it when he, he bought the Kippo shorts. So I was like, man, I'll just make I'll put them on both sides And then what, you know, if you have type one diabetes and you have a pump or you have a cochlear implant and you have this device or you have two phones or you're like, you said, you're left-handed, heard from some Southpaws. So we just did both. And I was like, and you know what? It's perfect because it's dose kippo pockets. (laughs) They see. I love that. (laughs) You know what I'm going to do? I I just was inspired. Here's what we're going to do. I'll make a, I'll make a promo code right now and If you go to the
2: Dos Marcos listeners, perfect. For the Dos
1: Marcos, I'll do 10% off. Just type in the code Dos Marcos, D O S M A R C O S. So D O S M A R C O S. Go to kippo.com, type it in at checkout, and you get 10% off. We got a lot of people doing Christmas shopping, problem solved.
2: I like that they're made in Chicago.
1: Made in in Chicago. Chicago.
2: That's right. And uh, I see you have Cody Mesner. On your website with a testimonial, do I get my picture up there and do I get a like testimonial for me?
1: Yeah, but you're gonna have you're gonna have a video testimonial, which is even
2: better. <laughs> all right, good enough. But so it's everyone like, do that. Exactly Go check like them out.
1: It is k i p p o k i p p o dot Just say so you know. Com.
2: But you know where we can't wear them. Uh, we can't wear them in church. I guess you could. No, you really can't. You shouldn't. You really shouldn't. I, and I don't think you should wear them. In Houston, Texas, on stage at a primetime event, I think that would be inappropriate. I think we're going to have to dress up a little bit better for that.
1: Well, I'll tell you, last time with all the the boxing moves I was doing, it would have been nice to have some athletic gear. <laughs> oh, because <for sure. laughs> at the very end of it, you know, at the first primetime speech we did, I literally felt i I felt sweat just dripping down my back, eventually running down into my shoe. Because of all the boxing moves and the sit-ups and the push-ups and you making me chase around that chicken.
2: Yeah. Well, I had it easy. I was just telling you what to do, so it was perfect. Um, pretty, pretty normal. We cast that. <laughs> yeah, right. We cast that well. Um, so the primetime event is one thing, but I, I do, because we talk a lot about that. I, I do want to mention this, though. I was on the phone with Chad Fisher recently, and we got to talking about it. Chad is a a, a servant's heart guy. You know, he really works hard. Um, trying to um, be a liaison between the betting brands and the Nationwide members. And he's fantastic at that. And he's an old betting guy. He was with of Simmons at one point. And so we just get to having a conversation, like, what do, what, do, what do the retailers need now more than ever? So he gave us some great feedback, which we're going to bake into our presentation. So you and I just talked about that. We don't want to give that away yet. But – Anyway, so it it's people like him, though, that make nationwide so incredible. and And so I just wanted to point that out. I mean, when 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 you when you look at like a, a Chad and a Jerry and a Jeff Rose and Mike Whitaker, um and then the people they just hired to come in Kinsley, um, all of that combined, I think it just shows their commitment to serving the member. And so I think it's not what you say. it's what you do. And I think if you look at the evidence of that with Nationwide, they're very committed to making sure their members have great experiences. And I think that's pretty cool.
1: And they're just amazing communicators. I mean, Amy Kroom and Rob Stott and, and the crew that we kind of work with behind the scenes to make sure that, that the message is getting out to the Nationwide membership, rock the party and are just so positive and just bring an energy that I feel turns into this flywheel effect with us. Because if, you, if you're throwing out the energy, we're going to be throwing it back. And we just have a lot of fun with them, and, and I think that is representative of what happens when you're a nationwide member. The high level of communication, uh, the ability, you know, sit down with somebody in person, work through problems, and know that they're not going to fall off the map. They're going to get taken care of, and opportunities are going to come your way. New ideas are going to come your way. So nationwide, super fun to work with, great people, and I couldn't agree more about Mr. Chad. Good
2: yeah, piece. no doubt. No doubt. And then Melissa Stinson they just brought in, too, uh, to be the VP of member experience. So that's pretty cool. So anyway, um, love the Nationwide people. And if you don't know much about them, go to their website and uh, check it out. They're really good at what they do and the live event's coming up. And if you haven't had any experience with them, the live event is a perfect place to go throw down, uh, meet people just like you in the retail space. And uh, get a little taste for what it's like to learn from other people. It's pretty awesome. So
1: Yeah, I just saw some of their ads that, that are floating around on some of the trade publications. And it said something about not your old school you know, buying group. And it's so true. Um, so we look forward to uh, seeing everybody there in person in Houston coming up February 9th through the 12th. February 9th through 12th. That is when primetime is happening. All systems
2: go. Um, we'll see you there. And check it out, nationwidegroup.org, and you can see a video of Chad Fisher wrestling a gorilla. It's pretty cool. <laughs> wrestling another gorilla wrestling video from Fisher. That's I all. Oh no! Do you think Chad's ever wrestled a gorilla? I don't know. What, I don't know I, he hey, here.
1: speaking of speaking of well, wrestling, well, we know
2: Jeff Rose has wrestled a gorilla. It, has he? I, this is yeah. news. I'm oh, be- he brags about it all the time. Gorilla wrestling.
1: Did the gorilla hold his his drink up above his head and just rattle it, shake it back yeah. and forth?
2: No, I don't think I've ever heard Jeff brag about anything. If I wrestled a gorilla, I would brag about wrestling on a gorilla. But
1: you hey. should you should try that whenever you're in Costa Rica. It'd have to be a monkey, though. I don't know that gorillas live in Costa Rica.
2: Tell you what, man, those, the, you get a pack of monkeys mad at you. That that's a little concerning to me. I, I plan to make one a friend, and I'm going to sneak them home in my luggage.
1: Is that is that legal? I support your decision, but is it is it legal? It's legal-ish. Uh-huh. So it's like in that gray area. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty jo- sure when you come Joplin, back to the- <laughs> Joplin man, the, man imprisoned for monkey smuggling.
2: Joplin man, Florida man. So can I ask you a question? When you've ever traveled overseas, have they ever one time on the form that you have to fill out, asked you the question, do you have any primates stowed away in your luggage? Have you ever had to answer that question?
1: That is a great point I personally have not so See, I think you're in the
2: clear you should I definitely try it I think I'm fine just think don't get you're the good truth. Again. can you
1: believe we're going you're going to the same place that I went Costa Rica no the Weston that's
2: so funny man I, Costa, I was asking yeah. you opinions of I think was how did that come up I was asking you opinions say hey, well, you know this is where I'm thinking about going and you're like I was there I've been there it's fantastic
1: but, yeah I can't wait what are you gonna do are you, okay so are you going to make some
2: video in advance? Is that what you said you're going to do? So, yeah, I mean, I, I want to the property, you know, like we've, we've already paid our stuff and I, I want them to upgrade us into a, a crazy, you know, room. And so I'm going to make a video and I'm going to send it to them and I'm going to get the family and, and I'm, yeah, i And yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll share it with the audience, but you got to be creative, right? So anyone sends an email to the property manager and says, hey, could you upgrade my room? You know, I'm going to give them my creds, like, oh, you know, my my status with Marriott, that should help. Cause I've traveled a lot and then, and then, and give them a personal message from the Quinn family and, and let them get to know us a little bit. So maybe they're a little more interested in helping us. Right. So we'll see how it goes.
1: So there's maybe you call out some of the staff by name. Exactly. Uh, there, there's a guy that he was fantastic. His name's Bergen, B E R G E N. And you know, me doing things the way that I do them. I wanted to get off property, get out yeah. in the community a little bit, And so Bergen borrowed a car from his friend, picked up his girlfriend, and my wife and I went with Bergen and his girlfriend to a rodeo in town. And by the way, a Costa Rican rodeo entails uh, about 50 probably slightly inebriated young men in the arena with the bull trying to touch the bull. And the bull, at times, mows people down and they get dragged out of the arena. I could have just jumped into the arena at any point and ran around with the rest of the people in there trying to touch the bull. Do you think it's as hard as goat milking? I think it's a slightly more dangerous than goat milking.
2: Okay. Well, then that's a problem because I thought that
1: was pretty dangerous. Yeah.
2: Well, so, send, we, Hey, send me this video whenever you get this. I, I, like, I I'll see it. I want to see if It works. Yeah. I have confidence. In hey, you. listen, be creative, right? It doesn't matter. Um, so, so you and I read an article recently and it was an article about gaming the mattress industry. And the gaming was that there was a guy who never he decided, I think he's never going to buy a mattress again, because if you look at all the e-commerce guys out there in the different offers they're putting up, 30 days, 60 days, now they're trying to top each other, you know, 90 days, uh, sleep on this bed and keep it if you don't like, or, or not keep it, but you know, we'll refund your money. And this guy is like, you know, every 90 days he just gets another bed and now nectar, right? Nectar's a year. Right. And so like, you know, get, get the nectar bed for a year and I'm sure there's going to be others that are. And so, Anyway, it's people literally, and, and then I got to thinking about that, Kinsley, and how many other products are out there that have that kind of return policy? Can you think of any?
1: Not off the top of my head, no. I mean, I think durable goods category, number one, and I don't know what the return policies are on couches and recliners. I mean, I, I would just assume you could figure something out within 30 days. You could figure out, if do I like it? And number two, can I get this back to the store or or figure out a return? Like, I think you would have a sense of it in about 30 days. So I think that would be pretty standard.
2: But, you know, a lot of brick and mortar stores are doing the same thing, right? Well, they're, they're kind of getting
1: pushed down that path. I mean, if you think about the impact that e-commerce has had on brick and mortar stores, it's not only, you know, stealing market share. It's going to mattress only pricing. It's changes in the comfort, uh, exchange programs like, you know, hundred night comfort trials like that's becoming standard because the message is being driven first online and whoever's first in line gets to dictate the terms of what's said. And if you get to, if you get to be the one that's telling the story first, the expectation gets set even if they do end up going into brick and mortar. So there are a lot of things that have cascaded down, uh, from, from the digital side of things that brick and mortar people are having to deal with. But yeah, that story that it was crazy because this, this guy was like, yeah, he was figuring out, he basically made it 15 months without having to actually pay for a mattress. So he was coming up on a year and a half time where he would basically take a mattress, you buy it from one of the, one of the online retailers that had this comfort guarantee, or not comfort guarantee, that had this, uh, this sleep trial, and then ship it back. And he was like trying to keep doing it. He was trying to continue doing this. And I guess his girlfriend was saying, you know, I, I think we were thinking about getting married, but, and I really hope this stops when we do get married. Uh, but, but I think behind the scenes, it's kind of crazy what's happening um, with the return experiences that people are running into, because, you know, what do you do with a, a mattress that came rolled up in a box? And, and what do the brands actually end up doing with them? And overwhelmingly, they end up donating them to like Salvation Army or the Goodwill or someplace like that. But that doesn't take away the fact that they have to have all this documentation and all these boxes checked before they'll actually give you a refund. And in the, fri- in, the, in the fine print, they're doing it less shipping charges. So I don't know how that works. If you're the one that's actually arranging for it to be picked up or you're the one that thinks it's a goodwill if they're charging you for shipping. But a lot of that stuff is getting buried in the fine print. But um, what, what do you think about the impact of, like for example, a nectar in a 365-day trial period?
2: Well, you know, I don't know. I just don't know that that is necessarily good for the industry. What's interesting, though, I mean, if you look at Casper and and Needle and Purple, they're all standing strong at 100 days. And I think a lot of brick-and-mortar guys are 100 days, too. The difference with brick-and-mortar is they can actually get the bed back, right? They'll probably go out and pick it up. But with these e-commerce guys, I've even heard stories, Kinsley, where – certain charities and markets are like, I can't take any more beds because, you know, everyone has to find an outlet of like where to take them. And they're like, I, you know, all these mattress companies, like I can't take any more free mattress donations because there's just so many of them. But um, anyway, I don't have any data to support that. It was anecdotal. I've heard the same
1: thing, though, anecdotally. I've heard of charities kind of getting overwhelmed with too many donated mattresses. Uh, That's that's a real
2: problem. So is it, so if, if you have that, I guess the the good news is from a consumer's perspective, um, it is a, it, it gives you confidence in buying from them. So I like that. Um, but the downside is this, and, and this is true for the S brands as well. And in anyone in the in this space, consumers really get annoyed with a crappy experience on the return side. You know, if it's, you know, you have to send an inspector and it's BS and, you know, you know, it, any part of that is subjective and, you know, they make it sound like so easy and so great and it's just really not. So I would say that it's a probably a good thing unless the the guy doing the policy, the guy executing that plan doesn't do a great job of it. You know what I mean? And then I think it's, you know, like like our industry needs more crap to be, you know, criticized for. So that, that's my thinking. What do you think? Do you think, it, you think it hurts or devalues the category in any way?
1: Oh, it absolutely does. And, and I have to wonder about the downstream impact of what's happening with a high percentage of returns. So for example, okay, you buy a mattress online. It doesn't work out for you. You have this hassle of, a, of an experience returning it. Let's say that the return rate is 15%. I've heard numbers north of that. Let's call it 15%. So you have 15% of these customers, you know, 15% of units are going back, right? So 15% of customers are going to come back into the market having had a terrible experience, which the online digital native brands were supposed to fix in the first place. So what do they do? And this is where it becomes a little opaque. What's going to happen to those customers? Where are they going to begin their buying experience and how much are they going to spend? What experience are they looking for that next time? And I'm not saying that everybody's going to have a terrible experience buying online, but I tell you, here's this is anecdotal, but the numbers are getting bigger and bigger because I keep testing it. When whenever it comes up that I'm in the mattress industry, and somebody says oh, I just bought a new mattress, I say, "What did you get?" And, and whenever they do say one of the online online brands, I'll say, "Well, how is it?" Yeah, it's all right. There's never an, a person I've never come across a person that says. I freaking love this mattress. I love it. never a single person. So that tells me, okay, like we've talked about in the past, is it going to be better than the hunk of junk you're sleeping on, which triggered you to get a new mattress in the first place? Yes, it's going to be better, right? But is it remarkably better? And that is the word we need to pause on and really think about. Remarkable experience, remarkably
2: better, or something really not worth mentioning. Was it you that asked me the question, how long is a piece of string? I have
1: never asked that question, but I'll ask you, how long is a piece of string? <laughs> well,
2: I could have sworn it was you. But think about the question. How long? Well, it depends. Like, how long do you cut, co- right? So th- it's ambiguous is the point. So it's better. Better than what? Right? What was your? Where did you start? What was your measuring stick? Were you crashing on your buddy's sofa? because you and your girl fell out and you just needed a place to crash for a while. Uh, did you inherit your mattress from your mom and dad and your newlyweds and you're finally just saying, okay, it's time to get, you know, what, like, what are you comparing it to? When, how many times have you heard, Kensley? people come up, like, like, you know, they find out you're in the mattress and it's so you traveling or whatever, you just meet them and they go, oh my gosh, I stayed in this hotel and I slept on this bed and it was remarkable. And isn't your first thought always, are you freaking kidding? Like, Your bed at home is not better than a hotel bed because not many hotels really do a great job of comfort on their bed. So that always, that's always what I think about. So better than what? If you're, if you're, if your bed at home isn't as good as a hotel bed, that's a serious problem.
1: Yeah. And I I don't know why people resign to just accepting that, but I have to believe it really does feed into why some of the online brands have been so successful and are, have experienced so much growth, it's because of the experience of buying it tends to be such a pain. Now, I think I think the, the logical extension of solving this from an experiential standpoint is not going to be fixed by the online brands, shipping it rolled up like a burrito to your house, because there's one factor that people consistently mention to me as well. What the hell do I do with my existing mattress? Mm-hmm. What the hell do I... Do I keep my box spring? Do I not keep my box spring? Do I what the hell do I do with this thing? It's huge and it's in my house and I don't know what to do with it. So therein, I think, still lies the opportunity to solve that from an experiential standpoint and do it in a way where people walk away going, oh my gosh, I've got to tell you what just happened. And it's like in a positive thumbs up type of way. If you can make that experience remarkable, I think that you're going to, I think you're on to the next phase of this thing.
2: So good warranties to serve as a security blanket or a you know de de risking the purchase, I think is good for the consumer. Uh, if the experience in returning it uh, is bad, then it's really really going to be a negative for the brand, obviously. Um, and, um, yeah, man, I think in terms of kind of recap, but your, your opinion or your comment about, you know, what it does to the industry, does it, you know, kind of hurt us a little bit? I think you're right. I think it can. So I think that's interesting. You know, you you talked about a measuring stick and I'm going to switch gears here into the peer care discussion because my experience, like, I, I think people keep their pillows too long and you and I were talking about pillows last time we did the podcast, but I don't know that a lot of people out there really invest in the sheets like what is their measuring stick they probably go they probably buy a sheet set that's on sale maybe they you know they probably don't research it a lot They probably. and, and you just had this experience with the mattress when you get something great and it's the stuff that sarah bergman sent us like some of the pure care sheets when you have something like that that you've never had before, and by the way, if you haven't bought sheets in a while, like technology fabric performance fabrics are way different than what it used to be. I say, you know, if I was Pure Care, I'd send hand samples to to cons- to consumers and just let them touch and feel this stuff because you, you always see them in a package in a store. I'm, I'm guessing that sleep shops out there. are well, – they are have stores.
1: they have it on the bottom of their of their sheet. And the tube, some of the packaging Pure Care does is right. really attractive. It's circular, which circles are safe in nature, right? Yep. So it's very soft. And on the bottom, they have a hand sample, so you can actually touch it and feel it without cracking the lid on that thing. Super smart. A great way to get consumers involved, make it a sensory experience.
2: Yeah. So anyway, I think uh, I think it applies. This discussion definitely applies to the top of bed and all of that. Not, not only that, but, uh, you know. That's where you make the money. That's yeah, where you add like, the ticket.
1: I'd say, well, I've I've this is anecdotal, but this matters. I've had retailers calling me and saying, Hey, I I really need to talk to the folks at Pure Care. No kidding. Uh, yeah, because
2: I just had that same conversation ser- with a pretty ser- big chain.
1: Yeah, like I think it's a service issue. There's a competitive issue with with some of the some of their suppliers. And they're like, I want to talk to Pure Care.
2: Like, okay, hook you up, man. You know, one of the things I like, and then we can wrap this up, but, um, I was on a phone call with Sean Bergman, um, you know, chief marketing officer and one of the primary people there. we He's were talking chief
1: operations now, man.
2: Is he really? Yeah. Chief operations officer. So did he, uh, did he pass all the, you know, where's the press release? I didn't get anything on that. I just saw it. On, I saw it on LinkedIn. Really? Okay. I'm not paying attention. Anyway, is Sarah so is Sarah the chief marketing officer?
1: I don't. I didn't get any other announcement other than Sean is chief operating officer.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, she should be, um, and I bet she is. She's she's doing a lot with product development. I know that she was just back from China, but um, they, yeah, no, they 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 don't. They're really careful how they sell online because they want to make sure it's good for their brick and mortar retailers. So they try to keep prices up and integrity and all that. So anyway, I like that about them too. They're all about their r- brick and mortar and their e-commerce guys. So anyway, all mapped and, and healthy. So there you go. Well, we appreciate uh, all the folks at Pure Care and of course,
1: of course all of our friends over nationwide. And, and here, I want to I wanna give you a little bit of insights, like a, a place that you can go to kind of tap back into what we've been talking about today with what are the actual problems consumers are facing? And then how can I design an experience that's better than that? Oh, and I mean, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a very simple way to do that. If you haven't heard of Reddit, it's time to get with the times, but go to reddit.com forward slash R, R and in Reddit, forward slash mattress. Okay. That's all I have I do. Reddit.com forward slash R forward slash mattress. You're going to find information on there from actual consumers who are have had to return a nectar mattress. People looking for a mattress for side sleepers that weigh 130 pounds. There is a laundry list of topics that you can tap into and, and you can even interact with people. So join the group. Don't get on there and be salesy, but find out what people are actually facing. Ask questions and then solve around those experiences. And I think you can get some really rich information. If you had a, I mean, if you have a survey that you wanted to put on there to say hey we take the survey i care about consumers you can do stuff like that um but really you know we talk a lot about the battle being won in the digital space because if you go online and you're going to benchmark your your brand for example like we did with the englander brand you look at how how are you going to benchmark it you're going to go online and search and whoever shows up in search is is the brand that's going to get the attention so it's all happening in the digital space so why not go to the front page of the internet, which is Reddit, and you can actually talk to real consumers. And these are not like old school posts. These are posts that happened an hour ago, like almost 90 days sleeping on our new mattress. And all of a sudden, I'm waking up with a ton of neck pain every morning. You think you're going to learn something by tapping into the comments on that? Yes, you will.
2: Yeah, and people vote on these answers, and you can and you can move them up and down in the thread. There's a lot of cool stuff to Reddit, so go check it out. That's a great suggestion. Great place to go listen. So, hey, are you getting ready for the holidays before we uh, bounce out of this episode? Yeah, I'm basically ready. You're ready? Have I you shot? Like, are you done shopping?
1: Uh, you know,
2: ish, ish. <laughs> All right. Well, so that's a big fat no. <laughs> so, in other words, you haven't started. Correct. Yeah, well put.
1: Thanks for calling me out. Thanks for asking well, that question. No,
2: I just, you know, I'm gonna text Tara and just say, hey, you know, red, red alert. You know, Mark's, you know, waiting to the last minute again. So expect the, uh, you know, okay. the cheese log and crackers.
1: So, okay. She's <laughs> <Jeez>, like, <laughs> yesterday on on the plane, Tara and I were on a plane together yesterday, and I said, so, what do you want for Christmas? Because we were going through our Christmas list that we're, you know, things we're going to buy for family and, you know, nieces and nephews and all that stuff. So we're doing our list of things we need to finalize and buy. And I said, well, what do you want for Christmas? And she said, a miniature pig.
2: (laughs) She did not. (laughs) And I said, what are we going to do with a miniature pig? I hear they're really smart don't encourage this, Quinn. I'm, You know what? For a small fee, I won't say a word to her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, even, I don't know if I told you about this, but these guys that put in sod in my backyard, So like I moved into this house last March and we wanted a small backyard for the dogs. And this, they came in and they put in sod. And I'm like, this is going to be fantastic. All the sod died in like a month and a half. Uh, so anyway, right. we've had trees taken out and there's all this problem. When I said, well, I will say that... The pig is going to like the slop pit we have in the backyard right now. I have no doubt about that. But when we put in grass, the dogs will like it better. So I we, like do the have, fact we do have a slop, pig for, slop, slop pit for a pig.
2: I like the fact that you've uh, surrendered to this already, and you're clearly giving in. And I can expect to to see a pig. And but So here, here's the, the question, and I want the first thing that comes to your mind. And then we're going to end this episode with your answer and go straight into the Get Hybrid song. Are you ready? Ready? little pressure. What would you name the miniature pig? Go. it got to be w- Wilbur. <laughs> All
0: right. You can bounce on it. Oh, oh. Yeah. Woo. Bounce with it. Bounce with it. Oh, yeah. Bounce with it. Bounce with it. All right. Woo. <laughs> Cool as ice, and I'm hot like a heater, bounce by the ounce, now, now we, we got, got it by the leader. Will you take a spring and you wrap it up right, uh-huh. you can sleep so smooth or bounce all night. Yeah. Put two together, get a whole lot more, get yeah. the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice, Whoa. it's the best thing to happen to your mattress. Yeah. Get together to do it like I did, everybody get hot. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of the comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get high is where the magic is. And we just killed a, a song, song about, about mattresses, mattresses.